Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, tribe, welcome back to um, Align Your Practice with Dr. Cliff Fisher and Dr. Joe Esposito, and it's brought to you by Align Life. I'm super excited to kind of wrap up our series on core values. Um, when I first started diving into it, I'm like, I'm really realizing I'm overestimating the amount of information we can go over in these 15, 20 minutes. And so core values definitely needs that month or four weeks of time. So what was yeah, your- I know we, uh, we started thinking it would be a one, one session podcast and we broke this down. <laughs> And to really architect it well, it, you know, it's taken at least a month to get through the data. But I like where we're going to end, which is some practical insights, some advice, some assets and tools for them to take action. I think that's where we're going to finish up. I think we wanted to go over, you know, the practicality of it. And I think we had mentioned before the call is like, how do you know what your core values are? Besides doing the exercise, and I, I'm excited that you can offer them some guidance and some uh, paperwork that I think you you have on the screen. But let's talk about organically how you know what your values are. Remember we talked right before the call, one of the things I brought up is look at your credit card statement. Um, yep. Is what you're, what are you spending your money on? And that's really what you value is what you spend your money on. And what was the, uh, what was the next one? Calendars for me is the big one, you know, time, like how are we spending our time? Yeah. So are you scheduling, you know, um, the things that you are important to you and usually they will get, make it into the schedule before the things you, that aren't important to you. So time, the calendar, your credit card statement, your bank statements is, is this money. And the last thing I think we brought up is what inspires you that you don't have to be asked to do. So I brought up the concept. If you don't like exercise, you have to be motivated with music and schedules and, a partner to push you that that motivations because it's not an innate value of yours so those are three that you could look at in your own life to see what you really value and then you can quantify that and i'm excited the tools that we're going to give them so they can take a deeper dive when you talk about that it always makes me think of time money energy and focus those are our everybody's four resources and you know just how do those line up are they congruent are you doing it intentionally or on accidentally because most of the time people wake up and they're like all right, let's get after it versus like, okay, does this line up? And so really focusing on that. And I think that's where the miss is. I think it's right, you know, the start of the day. <laughs> so, so that's one perspective is looking at these, what inspires you, what you spend your money, what you spend your time on. But if you're unhappy, if you're in a state of frustration, either you're, and I don't want to get too deep on it, but there's a contradiction between your current reality and your goal of where you are, want to go that creates frustration, right? But the second thing is you may not be honoring your core values. So you may be in yeah. a state of frustration because your relationship that you're in, the job you're in, the stress that you currently have, uh, let's say golf is one of your, uh, makes you feel like yourself. Like I brought up exercise, maybe a biker, you like biking on a weekend, 50 miles on your bike makes you, you, and you haven't done it in a year. Well, it doesn't mean it's not a value because you're gonna feel unhappy, agitated, not yourself. And we talked about what humans do is they go to some addiction or some other things. If you feel that you're losing your, you're numb to your own self-awareness and your own needs, 
to create happiness because of other things that you're spending your money on or getting yourself numb to, to deal with life, then you got to reflect on the job. You got to reflect on your relationship. You got to reflect on what you're putting your time into and realize that you got to make a change. First, going through the exercise, find out what your values are, and then making the shift, making the shift to put the time, energy, focus, and money onto the things that innately make you happy, your core values. And that will shift your consciousness and your attitude to create more prosperity, abundance in life, and better relationships. So do you agree with that, Cliff? I mean, it may not be on the calendar. It may not be, and you're like starving, right? Yeah. And that's where I think like, you know, and sometimes like, and I totally agree with what you said. The other thing to do is make sure it is on your calendar. If you want to be healthy, then working out's got to be on your calendar. That it can't be like, oh, I'll get to that because, you know, if it's not on my yep. calendar, it's not going to happen. If it's on my calendar, there's a 90 to 98% chance that it's going to happen. 100%. And, and I think I was listening to another book that we hold agreements with other people in a higher place than we hold agreements with ourselves. And, you know, it's like I'll put my my own meetings on there and I would, you know, like our meetings, I would never miss our meetings. Sometimes yeah. with my meetings, I'm like, ah, let me just do this. Let me. Yeah. Yeah. So in summation of that, you know, go through the organic exercise. We're going to give you tools today, but go through your own organic exercise, looking at your time, energy, focus, money, look at your credit card statement, your bank statements, look at your calendar and start seeing where your time is. That's self-awareness. And then when you figure out your core values, see if there's a match. Look at your own level of frustration and happiness. Now you have your emotion, you have the practical use of your resources, and you have your core values. Then it's just some work that you got to do is saying, you know what? And that's where people, once they have all that awareness, then you got to do the work, which is I'm going to stop today and cut my meetings down. I'm going to stop today and I'm going to go to bed earlier so I have more time in the morning to do my workout. I'm going to take the afternoon to take that nap so I could golf after work or you got to structure the way you're going to bring your core values into your life that they're honored. And that's going to make a whole shift to your consciousness. So I think there's steps here that they need to go through uh, in order to begin the process of implementation. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. So the things that are coming up for me on that is like, Warren Buffett said that the difference between successful and ultra successful people is ultra successful say no to almost everything and successful people say yes to everything. And so <laughs> that's another whole podcast right there is because, uh, the art of saying no is important, not just in business, because we are going to talk about that down the line. But yeah. core values, are you kidding me? Probably the number one thing you got to learn to do is say is to be able to say no to honor yourself. And you nailed it. You're going to make a meeting for somebody else versus the meeting you set for yourself, whether it be your workout, the meeting with your spouse, the alone time to think in your thinking chair, any of those things, you're going to blow away just to honor your relationship with others, not relationship yourself. That's, that's so huge. But, and I think not even saying no, it's I love the phrase, I can't say yes right now. That's yeah. more comforting for people than to say the word no. Um, but you got to get comfortable saying, you know what? I can't say yes right now if you can't say the word no. But we have to, if you read the book trade-off that I keep talking about in this session is so important because I've compromised my core values because I'll say yes to too much. And so have you, right? We both have done that. Oh, yeah. and so every other human on this particular planet, maybe other planets is different, but on this planet, <laughs> most people you know, deny themselves their values uh, too often. So 
you know, get, get a hold of the reality that you can only accept so much in your life. And if you say yes to something, that means you're going to say no to something else. And when yeah. I learned that mindset, it changed a lot for me. I didn't realize I would have to say no to something else if I say yes to the thing today. Yeah, no, that's a big one. And I think the core values really help to ground you. Is this moving me closer to the greatest version of me or further away? And so that's, that's why the core values is such a important part of this foundational thing. Cause I know on our next podcast, we're going to be talking about foundational documents for your business. And so just the first one of that though, is your personal core values, then your business core values, then you can go to these other things. But if you don't know those core values, then you're stuck and you're, you know, you're, you're wasting time trying to take everybody's opinion versus nope, this is what I believe. And so that those core values is really at the center of like everything that you do should be based on and wrapped around your core values and should support it and drive it and direct them. What I love about the way we architected this journey with the podcast is I, I, I'm excited for them to see a, a common thread through some of these deliverables, because as we get into business and marketing and process, you're going to see a common thread of culture and philosophy penetrate through all of these lessons. And one that I'll give you a, a little nugget now is when we talk about marketing, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be um, we know the reality that when people are struggling in business, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs don't starve. They drown because they overcommit to too much. It's the same, the same pain yeah. as overcommitting and dishonoring your core values. In business, when you're scared and you're starving, you don't look at the low-hanging fruit. You don't look at the two KPIs you want to shift. You look at, let me try everything. And you drowned. You die right. trying. You don't die starving or doing one thing. You die overwhelmed at the end because you're trying to survive and you do everything. So you can't do it all. And, and one thing we got to do in life is to create space. We have to create a gap. We got to create a vacuum. What I do in a new clinic that comes on board into a line life, one of the first things I want to do is tighten their schedule. Because I look at their schedule and say, okay, we're going to tighten up the schedule. So I immediately want to free up three to four hours a day in their schedule. And their yep. clinic blossoms just from that move. The same thing in your personal life. Right now, what do you have to do to recoup 30% of your week back to yourself? Like 30%. So you can make your food. You can have the time with your wife or your, your husband or your girlfriend or boyfriend. Have time with your kids. Have time for social. Have time for your workout. Have time for meditation. Have time to stretch. Have time to cook, right? That's where, that's where we lose is compression of all the stuff that we throw into, the, into life is we overextend and then we lose the important rocks, right? Like Kavi said, you put the big rocks in first and the smaller rocks then the sand, the little stones and the sand. So you can do everything you can do, but the big rocks go in first and the big rocks are your core values, right? I mean, that's the reality. Yeah. And I think like you're talking about focus and that the space that I go to is we overestimate what we can get done in a week, but we underestimate what we can get done in a year. And so like just playing the long game in this. And I think that's one of the spaces that people will miss. So it's really important to recognize that. I know for me, that was a big learning lesson and a lot of scar tissue in that. Cliff, that, that, that again, carries us through the next three years of podcast, that one statement, because in business, I mean, Tony Robbins said the exact same thing, but he said it in 
one year and 10 years. We overestimate what we can do in one year. We underestimate what we can do in 10. So here's the pain of that. I don't care if you were talking core values, your personal relationship or your business, because it's the same thing. And what, what my view on that, on the business sense, is when you overshoot what you can do in a year and you don't reach it, and you do it again next year, you overcommit what you think you can do and you don't reach it. And then the third year, you overdo your commitment and what your goal is, and then you don't reach it. Guess what happens to your 10-year goal? Now you subconsciously believe you can't do it, right? Yeah. And, and you're trying to do everything in a year. So I, I love that because those of you who are just starting a business or struggling in business listening right now, make that first-year goal something that you can accomplish and conquer. Watch what happens within three years, your capacity to, to, uh, to grow. After you win on year one, you set another goal and you win on year two, you set another goal and win on year three, then it's like you fool your subconscious mind to think that you can't lose. And that's a great place to be, to trick your subconscious mind that you can't lose. But I suffered, and you know probably my struggle and my personality as an optimist and a visionary like yeah. yourself, is sometimes we uh, overextend our goal. And I've, I've been checked by our own leadership team because – I have such big vision, but that first year vision to win, to win, to win on the single years, I think it gives the opportunity to reach their potential in the 10 years. Do you agree with that? I mean, yeah, I mean, hundred percent. And I think when the one year, like you want to break those down to 90 days and then you want to assess how you did and then recommit to the, the next 90 days. And so we function just like seasons. We have 90 day, you know, like function. And so if we set our goals a year is too far out, cause then we're cramming. But if we do it 90 days, break it down to here's what I'm going to do in a month. And you create plans around that. That's how you do it. You don't do it by saying, okay, in 90 days, I'm going to do that. All three of these projects are going to finish in 90 days. Like that's, it's like, that's it's train wrecks. Cause you don't do anything in that last week. You're like killing yourself. Yes. All the time. I see that. And, and you got to give yourself a little break as you go through the journey of growth. Because you have to realize that your business grows as you grow. So you got to have vulnerability and humility to grow as a human, as a person, as a being, at the same time your business grows. That's what I love about business is it's all about personal growth for me. And as you go yeah. through that journey, there's only three steps. You either succeed, you learn, or you fail. There's only three. So you either made it, you learned, and if you learned, you can change behavior to be even better tomorrow, or you failed, meaning you didn't reach the success and you didn't learn anything. That's the only state of failure is there's there's nothing there because you didn't search for the answer. You didn't search for the lesson. Basically, yeah. it's the tuition of, of life, right? Yeah. So, okay, so let's let's dive in uh, with uh, this <clears throat> this wrap up uh, session right. here on core values. All right. So I think for me, like making sure that your personal, your relational, family, and business core values line up. I think that's one of the biggest things, and I think that's one of the things I love about Align Life. Like it is really about aligning your life. You can't line up like certain parts of it and not, you know, be okay. The other big one for me was, um, I think everybody's looking for happiness on the outside versus looking at it as happiness comes from inside. So true. And then the other space, like if we dive into, um, hiring and firing, like recognizing that we hire people based on our core values, that's what they can expect from us and our entire team. And that's what we expect from them. And this is what we hire and fire based on to have that conversation on the front end of that. It makes 
like life way better. It's definitely the hard easy. Like it's harder to do that on the onboarding, but it's easier in the long, long term. And that's with everything. So when you bring on a new staff, stating your core values and, and what the vision is, what is the journey going to look like? Mission, vision, purpose. It's, I call it the core ideology, purpose, mission, vision, core values, core beliefs. Um, and it's the same thing when you, um, when you onboard a new patient is like, here's the framework of this relationship, right? It's expectations, yeah. agreements. It's, it's pre-framing outcomes of what you think is best for the employee, pre-framing the outcomes, what you think is best for a patient, the same, same process. And then the other one on core values, like, and as you're going through this, like too often we get too close to the rock face. So taking a three-year view, taking a one-year view of your life, like so often we're just thinking about next week, next month, tomorrow, today. Like we're not looking at like begin with the end in mind. And I know that's a Covey one too. Um, so that's super critical as you're looking at this. This isn't a race to the finish. This is really about diving in and learning about yourself, your business, your team, and your family and your partner. Like it's incredibly sexy when I when my wife's telling me about her core values because I like she's putting into words with the person I fell in love with. Yeah, no, I love that. You get the true authenticity of a person, and then you can you can better know how to serve uh, the needs, whether it be yeah. an employee or your spouse. So what do you have on the screen here? So our deepest fear. So this one I think I've read, but it's absolutely one of my favorite quotes. And I think when we're looking at core values, this is one of those ones. You know, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond all measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. You're playing small, does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. We're all born to make and manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And it is our own light. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So as we liberate from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Great. And so wrap up on the concept of core values. I love it. And then. You know, one of the things, this is the PDF that you guys will, you know, if you click on it, go to the podcast, this is a PDF you'll get. But we talk about the seven different steps. So seven easy steps to, you know, getting to your core values. So the first one is, you know, presence, listening to your inner voice. We have a whole word bank in there, getting down to your top 10. Then you get to final five and then you sit with them and, you know, start to define them. And again, easy to say and easy to do, but also easy not to do, but it's hard. Like when you're really diving into that, one of the like steps that has helped me a lot was I had a, like, I had a lot of core values. And then what I did was I started to incorporate some of those words into the definitions of my final three core values. So, but that's what the program is. And I think it's helping find it. And then you can use the same word bank for your business, personal relationship as a parent, like the word bank's the same. If it's, if there's other words, use those words, the, this whole um, PDF, the seven steps to core values does get you there. And so, so they can hit a link below the podcast and they're going to get the seven steps, the core values, which is going to guide them. Like you just said, with the document, they can see, that they can go step-by-step step to create their own core values and then work with their team to create or work with any leadership for their business to, to actually refine the core values of the business, 
right? That's yeah. kind of the yeah. journey. So you can leave with uh, personal core values and business core values, and then you can start taking that journey of, are you honoring them? Do you need more time, energy, focus, money built around to, to bring light to those, uh, those values? That I think is going to help them channel the energy, like I was mentioning, to create momentum in business and in their personal life. Yeah. And also in there, there's a link below. If you want to, if you get all this done and you want to just sit down with a 30 minute review of it, any thoughts? I've looked at hundreds of different people's core values and would love to help you, you know, figure out, like get clear on it. Usually I find it's clarity. Usually it's usually the last two or three. So, so if someone chooses to do that, you want them to go through the exercise, fill out the form, take the journey. Not not get guidance on this. It should be self-explanatory. This booklet here has yes. the stuff that you have to take. So spend the two, three hours, four hours, whatever it takes to get you to a point that you have core values. And then uh, take your experience and your final product and come to a consult and have a meaningful conversation about their journey and helping to get a little more clarity, right? That That would be the best use of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause when people put that time in, it's just a different conversation. If they don't put the time in, it's, it's, a, they're just two different conversations. Yeah. I agree. So, so yeah. So that's my wrap up. Honestly, the biggest thing on this is just doing them, you know, focusing on it, getting your line, like get, aligning your life. Like that's why we talk about align your practice, like, you know, align your life. Like these all have to be in alignment. Otherwise, there's going to be a breakdown. And you're never going to grow beyond your um, grow beyond that when you have that contradiction. Yeah, and, and our our vision of aligned life, our purpose statement is to experience greatness. That's really the essence of what we want, and that's just basically helping people, you know, expand their own consciousness, their own self awareness to live their best life. And it falls right in line with this entire series on core values. When people honor their core values, they obtain the ultimate currency of life, which is happiness. And our journey is to create happiness by helping people experience greatness in life by whatever they choose to define greatness. We all know that without health, we have nothing. And we'll, we either uh, spend our time being proactive to maintain it or spend our life in crisis trying to regain it, right? So the whole journey that we're on as chiropractors and uh, natural health practitioners, we're about cause, we're about honesty, we're about the truth, we're about guiding people in an empowering way to solve their own problems and live their best life. Totally different mindset than the conventional method of fear-based, confusion, domination, outside-in thinking, synthetic solutions to, to superficial problems that aren't the cause, right? There's just so much depth to it. So I think getting the core values helps honor our big um, purpose, right? Is that yeah. people live their life to, to a higher level and experience greatness in life. So um, I love this journey. I'm excited to take it to the next level. And I hope those of you on with us will take these series that we do and, and package them up and leave this series with a product. I hope you finish the last step of the exercise because we want to take you on a journey in many different aspects. So align your practice has to do with you know, aligning your staff, aligning your vision, aligning your core values, aligning your income and your prosperity and your finance, aligning all of it, because we want congruency so that you can reach your highest potential. That's the way I would sum up that uh, series. Yeah. On that note, I think that's spot on. 
And then the one that comes up for me too, is like when you're, when you're in a relationship, when, so when you're doing that with your partner, when you're doing it, one of, and your family, one of the things that I found most powerful is the five love languages test. Cause it helps you identify that. So then you can honor your partner's love languages and honor their core values in that same place. So that's a great free test online. I'll put the link to that below too, but. And I thought that that was simply something you would do with your intimate partner, the love languages, but I was misconstrued <laughs> in understanding that because doing that with your children to know that your child would prefer a hug over a gift or know that your child would prefer son. That was amazing work you did versus a gift uh, or they uh, they'd rather have a gift that makes them feel more special than the acknowledging words. Like I don't, you don't know what it is. Uh, but we think it's about relationship because, you know, let's say touch, touch isn't just intimacy. It could be a hug, a high five, a rub of the hair with your child. The same thing with your staff, your staff maybe want to be acknowledged in front of the whole group more than the bonus. So love languages, I, I think you helped me understand. And I like what you said. It's part, the next step of core value is how do we show people that um, acknowledgement uh, for the job well done or, or whatever they've done that, uh, that brought value is appreciate them inside their love language, I think is important. So you would agree, Cliff, what you just said, you know, not just in business, not just for your uh, partner, which I think is most ideal. Like if you have a partner, that's like table stakes to come to a relationship you should know. Uh, instead of going into a relationship blind, <laughs> you should know what their uh, oh, yeah. five languages are. <laughs> but business, I never thought of doing it until you brought it into a line life. And I was very intrigued by uh, learning my own team members would rather have an acknowledgement than, not that they don't want a bonus, but you can't right. escape their number one language. Yeah, no, and I 100% agree. Like almost everybody I have interactions with, like if I, if they work with me, they have five love languages. My wife and I, we redo it every year. My kids and I, we did it. We actually had a bunch of their friends come over. We did strength finders. We had like a strength finders, the five love languages party and PDP and just talked about who they're hardwired to be. So they had a better understanding. So yeah, I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. Awesome. So core, core values, get them done. It'll change your life, but it'll be a slow change your life. It'll take you about, you know, everybody runs at a different speed, but anywhere from, you know, quick processors would be one to three months, but like it took me probably, you know, 10, 20 years before I really started to understand the power of it. So thank you guys. I want to put the link below also on the uh, love languages quiz so that they can have that as well. So the, yep. the deliverable today is uh, fill out the opt-in form name and email, and you'll get this uh, packet for you to do the work. And then you have the other link for a free short consultation to just refine and, and tighten up the process. So a uh, great session today, Cliff. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Great job, Joe. All right. Bye-bye. For opportunities to build your dream practice, presented by Dr. Fisher, reach out to Align Life Centers for Natural Health at AlignLifeOpportunity.com.